darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you
Blessed be your name in the land of the plentiful, where your streams of abundance flow. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name when I'm found in the desert place. Walk through the wilderness. Blessed be your name. Every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to praise. When the darkness closes in, I'll still I will say, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. Blessed be your name when the sun's shining down on me and the world's all as it should be. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. The world march with suffering Though there's pain and the offering Blessed be your name Every blessing you pour out I'll turn back to praise When the darkness closes in, Lord Still I will say Blessed be the name of the Lord Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. Take away, you give and take away. My heart will choose to say, Lord, blessed be your name. You give and take away, you give and take away. Still, my heart will choose to say, Lord, blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the 
Blessed be your glorious name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. Bless you, Lord. Amen. Higher than the mountains that I face Stronger than the power of the grave Constant in the trial and the change This one thing remains Higher than the mountains Higher than the mountains that I face Stronger than the power of the grave Constant in the trial and the change This one thing remains Your love, Your love never fails and never gives up never runs out on me your love never fails and never gives up never runs out on me your love never fails and never gives up never runs out on me your Never runs out on me. 
it's pain There's nothing that can separate my heart From your great love Your love Your love never fails and never gives up It never runs out on me Your love never fails and never gives up It never runs out on me your love never fails and never gives up, never runs out on me. Good morning, Lydia House. Hey, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Can you see I'm outside? I'm giving it a try. I hope it works, CJ. I think it will. So, it's a beautiful day in our neighborhood. But it's not a beautiful day in some neighborhoods. I have multiple emotions these days, as you do. I am sad and mad 
and glad. I'm sad for what has devastated so many people. Lives taken, things taken, stores destroyed, livelihood demolished. I'm sad for those people. I'm sad for America. I'm sad for Minneapolis. I'm mad. I'm mad for those who have taken advantage of this pandemic. That's an interesting word. Demos means people. Epi means upon the people. An epidemic is what's upon not one person but upon people. A pan, pan means all. Pantheism means everything is a god. That tree is a god and that bird is a god. Pantheism, it's everything is God. Pandemic means everywhere, everybody. So that's serious. We're in a pandemic, and in the midst of that, we have Minneapolis being torn apart and many cities in the country Riding. I'm mad for those who are opportunists, who take advantage of a weakness to loot. And John 10.10a says, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. They're demonized. They're, they're used by Satan to steal, kill, and destroy. And I'll talk more about racism next week I've talked to some of our people who have experienced that internationals who are among us who have experienced racism and I want you to understand it I'm growing in my understanding of it Billy Graham said that racism is a number one problem in our world because it puts nation against nation and people against people so I'm there's anger inside of me but I'm also glad and I'm glad because I see Mike Smith on the streets, and that gives me hope. I see Josh Lindquist, and I see Russ Grigsby, and I see hundreds of people going to the streets, not to riot, but to heal. And I believe there will be a healing. And Nate and I have been praying for revival, as you know, and we're believing for revival, even to come out of the rubble of this terrible situation. So in the midst of this, there is beauty. And I have a few announcements to make. Nate can make these without a cheat sheet, but here we go. Men's and women's prayer groups at 9.30 on Sundays. Now, last week we were live. This week we aren't live because uh, of a situation that I told you about. Uh, read your email. Next week we hope to be live again. In order to do that, especially if we go outside, which would be wonderful to be outside in this kind of weather, right? Amen? That takes work. And it doesn't take skill. It takes labor. Skill belongs to CJ. Labor belongs to us. We need to help CJ. We're thankful for him in this uh, technological age. And we're using technology to our advantage these days in a wonderful way. So, and then after the service, we have fellowship, be in person or on Zoom, and uh, 
always you can look to our website lydiahousechurch.org for all this information and we suggest that you like share and subscribe to our YouTube channel Facebook page and Instagram so I think those are the important announcements we love connecting with you we understand for some of you the best way to connect is by phone or by Facebook or by zoom and that works for us I thank God for that others of you are free to come and so we'll perhaps see you next week last week I promised you I would speak on the Holy Spirit and in fact I was going to break that promise because of what's happening in the cities and I was going to talk about uh, what the Bible says about racism I introduced that last week but at the end of that I promised I would talk about the Holy Spirit and so now I'm going to speak about the Holy Spirit and pray for you to be filled yes if you've been filled you can be filled again the disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit on Pentecost in chapter 4 the Holy Spirit is coming and filling them so we need fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit so we turn to Luke chapter 11 and we read that Jesus was out praying and then when he finished the disciples asked him uh, made a request of him very good request Lord teach us to pray as John taught his disciples to pray great question they could have said teach us to evangelize teach us to teach but they said teach us to pray oh my I want to ask that question father teach me how to pray teach me to be effective in prayer so in answer to that question Jesus said when you pray say father and the reason I'm pausing now is that that shocked them Jesus always prayed to his father, but that's not the way they prayed. They prayed to God. They had not known him as their father. Jesus revealed himself as a healer, or the father, God, revealed himself as a healer in Exodus. But now with Jesus on the scene, he was going to reveal himself as a father. And so Jesus taught them to say Father. say it now say it father it's the same word that a Jewish boy running after his daddy in Israel Abba Abba daddy it's a very personal word and that's how we approach God in prayer and then he gave us what we call the Lord's Prayer it's really not the Lord's Prayer it's our prayer Jesus never prayed it he wouldn't say forgive us our sins he didn't have any but he's teaching us it's a it's an agenda it's a wonderful agenda for prayer the Lord's Prayer and so he taught him that and then he gave them two stories and a Bible verse the first story was a story of a friend who goes at midnight 
to a friend of his because he doesn't have any food and a friend has arrived and hospitality, I get that. Middle Eastern hospitality is different from hospitality here. Someone came at midnight, I don't think we'd offer up food. We'd say, hey, the bed's made. We'll see you in the morning. Anytime you get up, we'll have breakfast. But he was serious about needing food. Desperation brings us to the place of asking. And we're going to hear that word ask several more times in this passage. Prayer is about asking. Who are we asking? A father, a good father, a loving father. Prayer is about coming in this season to a father, asking him, Father, heal our city. Father, heal our land. Father, pour out the Holy Spirit upon this place. And so he gets four responses. He, the guy tells him that the door is shut. That didn't sound like a yes. His kids are with him in bed. He can't get up and give him anything. And the guy is not moving. He's still there. Why? Because he's desperate. And he's asking. And he's going to wait till he gets his answer telling us something about prayer. God is not the reluctant deity that, whose arm we've got to twist, but he knows that we're reluctant as children to ask and believe. So sometimes he doesn't give it right away, and he waits, and he wants to see that persistence. Like that widow, remember, who was seeking justice from an unjust judge and will not God, it says, will not God vindicate his elect who call to him day and night? So we're calling to God in this season. Father, heal our land. Heal our city. Do your work in our city. Bring, bring out of the rubble revival. We're asking. God loves it when his children call him Father and ask. And then he gives us a Bible verse. And I say to you, say it with me, ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock. So there's a progression here. There's asking, but as we're asking, we are seeking, we are looking, we are examining, we are moving toward, we're seeking. And we're knocking. We're getting pretty aggressive. This guy was, the word is used in Proverbs that this guy used of being persistent, insistent, of a nagging prostitute. So God wants us to go at it, to persist. To, to, to not say, not, not accept no for an answer but to keep with God, to move in his direction, to ask. And I say, ask, you will receive. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open to you. For, listen to this, everyone who asks receives. Now that sounds like an exaggeration, doesn't it? 
I went to my mother after I read this verse and I said it doesn't always happen that way why did he say everyone why didn't he say some and her simple answer was God's word does not lie so I accepted that didn't see it all the answers all the time but I'm thankful for mother who believed in prayer and in the power of prayer and the power of persistent in your face prayer for everyone who asks receives he who knocks the door will be open and so God not only wants us to ask, but he wants us to ask as a desperate person needing a response from God. It's not a passive, if it be your will and slough it off and not ask again. It's asking, moving in, seeking, it's knocking, going in the direction, and remembering that we're not asking a distant deity. We're asking a loving Father who really wants to help us. And will not God, our Father, vindicate his elect who cry to him day and night? That verse ends sadly, but when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Will people be so worn out so discouraged, so tired, so independent, so unbelieving, will he find faith? Will people continue? Will people endure to the end? He that endures to the end will be saved. Oh, brothers and sisters, we need to endure in these days. Endure to the end. God promises it to those who endure. So I said he'd give two stories and a Bible verse. So you got the first story. The first story of a man who goes at midnight. I remember passing out tracks with my dad. I was uncomfortable going door to door, knocking on doors. And I did it because he asked me to, but it wasn't my favorite thing. I certainly want, wouldn't want to knock on somebody's door, a friend, at midnight, waking them up. Hey, my children are with me in bed. You know what that meant? If he got up, the kids get up. Hey, I know what it is. I know what it is to have to put down kids who have awakened. One year old, two years old, because they woke, they weren't feeling well. That, that takes a while. So he wasn't a happy camper. But because of the persistence, he got the food that he needed. And so we're called to press in, to ask, and to seek, and to knock. And then he says, which of you fathers? So now the father, okay, he's talking to us now. If his son asks for bread, would give him a snake. 
or he asks for eggs and he gets a scorpion. What's going on here? Is God tricking us? Is there something tricky about God? Is there something tricky about the Holy Spirit? We ask for one thing and we get something uh, completely different and the fathers are saying that's weird what in the world is he saying what is he talking about why is he saying it this way because perhaps some people when they start talking about the Holy Spirit they get a little weird yeah the Holy Spirit stuff God only gives good gifts. A father, here are these dads, they're saying, yeah, I know how to give good gifts. And I would say, I know how to give good gifts. I love giving gifts to my kids. I remember Erica when she was a teenager and I was going to Brazil and Erica said, you know, dad, they've got nice jewelry in Brazil. And I was there and then I was, uh, finishing up and ready to come home and then I remembered what Erica had asked and I talked to my host family and I panicked I said I gotta get to a store gotta get to a store quick I did not want to face my teenage daughter who said did you get me anything and say I forgot so I got something didn't have to be expensive I got something that was nice, I brought it home, and my daughter was happy, and her father was happy. He knows how to give good gifts. And in Matthew's version, it says, how much more does the father give good gifts to those who ask? In Luke, it says, how much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit to those who That's the best gift the Father can give. What, what, what happens when we get the Holy Spirit? We get power. We get, we get the fruit being developed in our life. We get the gifts prophecy and speaking in tongues and healing and discernment and wisdom. The Holy Spirit comes with the character of Christ to reproduce that in me. And the Holy Spirit comes with the ministry of Christ to reproduce his ministry in me. The Holy Spirit does it all. The Holy Spirit wrote the book and he can help you understand the Bible. He's the author. The Holy Spirit raised Jesus from the dead and he can raise me up to new life, to a new place. The Holy Spirit does it all. And so the Father, in teaching us how to pray, in the Father teaching us how to pray encourages us to pray for the Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Will not the Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? So 
We're going to do that right now. We're going to ask for the Holy Spirit. We're going to take a, a few minutes. And so I want you to be in a comfortable place, whether this is your first time or your 30th time. We're going to do it together. So I'd suggest you put yourself in a place of receiving. If it means putting your hands out, you can put your hands out, or just be in a relaxed position, however you want to be, because we're going to ask the Father. And when I first learned about the work of the Holy Spirit, I was a high school senior, and I grew up in a wonderful family wonderful parents, a loving father, a gentle mother. They never yelled at us. They were, they were kind to the max. And so I, uh, I, I learned about a good father from my father and my mother. And then I began hearing as a high school senior about the work of the Holy Spirit. And I was drawn to that. I was at a camp where some of the people were that had experienced dimension of the Holy Spirit that I was unfamiliar with. And one night in particular, I went to Pastor Alan Hansen. I was uh, just, just graduated from high school, and adults were in bed us young adults were uh, out and about and so I went to Pastor Hansen and I said I would like you to pray for me to be filled with the Holy Spirit and he said wonderful how about tomorrow and I wasn't a pushy kid but I said I would really like you to do that tonight if you would and he responded positively to that desire and he said okay we'll go out by the pool at Camp Seeley and so I rounded up uh, I ran around rounded up some kids and there were 20 of us who met out by the pool just outside the camp at Camp Seeley uh, up in Crestline California and he talked about the Holy Spirit. I had heard some of it before, some of it was new. He talked about what the Holy Spirit can do in our lives. As he was speaking, my heart was burning because I wanted what he was talking about. And after he spoke for a while, 15, 20 minutes, he said, now I'm going to go around it and I'm going to pray for each one of you. Sounds like a good thing to me. My heart was open. I was ready. And he started on the other side. And I was saying, I wanted to say to him, hurry up, Alan, hurry up. I was eager. And so he just laid his hands gently and prayed for people. And as he did, then some of them, most of them, when he got done, just began to quietly speak a language they never learned. Shabara, Tanda, And he came around to me, put
put his hands gently. There's no manipulation, no attempt to make something happen. He just invited us to be open to a loving Father to receive the Holy Spirit that uh, he knew would come to us. And so he prayed over me, and I knew, I simply knew if I opened my mouth, I would speak in tongues. And that's what I did. I quietly spoke in tongues as 17 of the 20 who were there, they spoke in tongues. It was like a little Pentecost. It was a wonderful summer night in Crestline, California. Went back to the room. I woke up my mom and dad. I told them what had happened. They, they were close to Alan Hansen. My dad and Alan sometimes went and prayed together. So they were very happy and they themselves entered in soon after to this same experience of the life of the Spirit and the release of His gifts. So I'm saying to you today that wherever you are, there's more. There's more for you to experience. There's more of God than you are walking in now. And if you've experienced the life of the Spirit before, then let's be open to more of the life of the Spirit. If there are gifts that you're asking for, I'm asking for more of prophecy, more of discernment. I've, I've entered into a ministry now of discerning of spirits, and I want more of that. I want more wisdom, more understanding. I want what God has for me, so I want, I want all the gifts. Can I have them? Well, looks like some people got them, so I'm eager for God to do more in me. So as I'm praying for you now, I'm praying for myself. So we're asking, and if this is new to you, and it creates some hesitation, I understand that. I understand. I try to help people to be comfortable when they're asking, because I think that's one reason why Jesus said what he did. If you, if you ask for bread, will, you, will he give you a snake? No. God's not here to trick us. God's not here to mess with you. God's here to give you more of himself. And it's positive, not negative. It will advance the cause of the king through you. So I'm going to pray now. I invite you to be in a receiving mode. Father, I thank you for this moment. I thank you for your great love for us. I thank you that you give us so many gifts. You give us the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You, you teach us how to love and how to be joyful, how to be patient, how to be humble. Thank you that you give us the character of Christ. And we also want the gifts of Christ. We want to do what he did. We want to see people healed. We want to speak the words of God from our mouth. We want wisdom in, in discerning how to help people who have been demonized. And we want to be strengthened in our heart by speaking a language we have never learned. And so now we say, come, Holy Spirit. Come, settle upon us, settle in us. Come, Holy Spirit. Just say it with me. 
come, Holy Spirit. We receive. And now I'm inviting you to speak out whether or not you've had this before, whether or not you've done it before, you just begin to open your mouth and begin to speak and God will give you a language of praise. I've seen it hundreds of times with people, literally. And so you can as well. If this is new to you, that's okay. So I'm just going to begin to speak and you enter in just like I did. Just begin to speak. And the Bible says, he that speaks in a tongue builds himself up. I don't know too many people who are too encouraged that they can't have any more encouragement. I need to be built up today for what I'm dealing with. You need to be built up. One way that happens is by the gift of speaking in tongues. So, I'm going to start now. You join in with me. Show ya. Show ya. Show ya. Show ya. Show ya. Show ya. Just keep it going now. Keep going. Don't stop. Show it up. Show it up Show it Keep going. You're not making it up. God's giving it to you. You start with a trickle and he turns it into a river. Yakada. Hokarapakada. Shokarapakatanda. Shokarapakashandarotodakaradakarada. Jepakarada. Chandar. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. God's giving you more of himself, more of his love, more of his humility, more of his grace. More of his power. Yes, Father. Yes, Father. We receive. We receive. Yes. We receive your Holy Spirit. We receive the power of the Spirit. We receive the love of the Holy Spirit. And now let me say to you that some of you, this has been a tough area. It's been a hard area. But God is releasing you and you're being given a freedom that you haven't had before. And this is going to bring a lot of joy to you, a lot of freedom to you. It's going to open up new avenues, new connections. You're going to have new connections with people, your relationship, because of God giving you this, because he wants you to use it in ministry toward other people. So these are exceedingly important times. They're very difficult times, on top of a pandemic, a torn up city, and in many places in the country. Oh, how we need God's Holy Spirit. So I'm going to bless you with the blessing that Moses gave to Aaron and say, put it on my people. That's my name. That's how I'll, I'll, I'll identify with them. And so I say to you, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with his favor. Oh my, how much would that be worth? And give you his peace. Nate talked four weeks on peace. Wonderful messages on us walking in peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Call if we can help you with anything with this. Call and tell me, tell me what happened. I'm eager to hear. God bless you. We'll be talking.